Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Chicago, welcome in to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash locations. Happy Groundhog Day coming at you from the West Loop studio. I am Kevin Kaduk, head of content at CHGO. Everyone else is remote today. My man, Luke Stuckmeyer, is out at... Uh, the stuck compound, yeah. right? What do you what do you call it? <laughs> it's not a compound. I mean, I mean the home of the bears. Well fortified compound. You look like you're on a tropical island there in the studio. We've got sun coming through the uh the window for some reason. The sun has been great this week. The temperature has not been. Um <laughs> no. we're we're trying to get through. So uh Lawrence is also remote and Casey Hi. is remote. Oh, there's Casey. So, look at that. Guys All enjoying the, the work from home days. Yeah, what's happening, everyone? Yeah. want to thank everyone for listening to the show week after week. We do our thing here, 3 p.m. on YouTube every Thursday afternoon. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening to this in another feed, like the CHGO Bears or CHGO Cubs or CHGO White Sox feed, make sure you go to your favorite podcast provider and subscribe to our podcast directly because these always don't land in every feed every week. Uh, we want to make sure that you're checking us out every week. We appreciate everyone who kind of jumps in our chats and 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 uh, we're having a great time. So got a great show for you today. We're talking about goat versus goat. Tom Brady's in the news. Michael Jordan's uh, not in the news, but whenever we can talk about Michael Jordan, we do. Uh, but first, we want to talk about this week's Taking Care of Business Award winner, powered by ComEd. Not a lot of candidates to choose from this week in terms of on-field or on-ice performance, but this woman who, who wins today, I think, completely deserves it for what she did. It is Courtney Vandersloot, former Chicago Sky legend. That hurts oh. to say. Uh, but she announced on Instagram this week that she will not be returning to the team. And she just announced in the last hour or so here on Thursday, she's actually headed to the New York Liberty uh, with her friend Brianna Stewart and they're going to be forming a super team there um, because also John Quell Jones is joining them and Sabrina, uh, Sabrina Ionescu was also there. So they are forming a super team just like they do with the NBA. And they're going to be going at it against the uh, the Las Vegas Aces who signed our girl Candace Parker earlier <laughs> this week. Not It has not been great for Sky fans. And I know uh, Lawrence, if you want to pop back in here, you're like super sky fan number one. How are you feeling right now? <sighs> Not good. Yeah. No, it's like the it's like the Will Smith uh, Fresh Prince meme. You know where he walks into the room and it's just yeah. like an empty carpet and there's the whole thing's empty. I mean, this guy literally have I think four players on their roster. Although apparently Courtney Williams is coming here, so maybe it's five now. Well, yeah, they also lost Azara Stevens, who I think is headed to Los Angeles. Oh, so it's not right. going to be. So uh, it's not going to be a championship season probably next year at Winter. Hey, Arena. just join the tanks. Everyone else is tanking in the damn city. The Chicago way. They're in. The tank is on. Could they be tanking for Anissa Morrow? What is she? When is she coming out? Do we know? Oh, uh, I think after this, she, she this next season, here? right? I don't know. They could be bad for a couple of years, considering all of their best players have been leaving. Well, we still got. Uh, we still Casey, got do you know when Anissa Morrow's coming in? Anissa Morrow's still only a junior. And you have to be a senior to be drafted. You 
come out. I hope so. I feel like she'll finish out at DePaul. She's a beast. She's she about. definitely is. Uh, Courtney, uh, 11 seasons in Chicago. She was drafted third overall out of Gonzaga in 2011. Uh, she had an amazing career here. Four all-star bursts, five all WNBA championships, all sorts of assist record. I think she is uh, average double-digit assist in 2020, which I think had never been done before. And we talk a lot here, guys, about putting our name in the cornerstone of CHGO and, you know, like what we build here, it's it's going to be us, right? And I think when you look at Courtney Vandersloot, you cannot tell the story of of the Chicago Sky franchise without her. I mean, she's one of, you know, probably the all-time greatest Sky player when it all comes down to it. And what she was able to do, and she was here through a lot of lean times, but she was also here for the two uh, finals trips. They finally won in 2021. And and just watching her was a, a, like a really fun time, fun time because of the skill set that she brought, the court vision. And I think that even if you weren't a WNBA fan and you went out to win Trust Arena and you saw the way that she played, you came around and said, hey, there's someone who can play basketball. And this is someone I want to watch play basketball again. So and yet, uh, we're going to miss her. But And yet Kevin K-Duck, head of content. With, How come she didn't get number 22 on our all jersey Uh all-time Chicago jersey. Graphic. Because I think if you bring up 22... Matt Forte? Matt I think Forte if you bring up 22, Jason 98 out of 100 Chicagoans are going to say Matt Forte. By the way, today is February 2nd, 22. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And, uh, tomorrow, 23. Two, two, three, 23. Two, three. Yeah, so, you know, MJ. Sandberg, come on. Come on, Luke. Oh. Stay in your lane. Yes, Luke, I'm anything sorry. to say about <laughs> Courtney Vandersloot? Just that if you have to come up with one name that you associate with the Chicago Sky, it's Courtney Vandersloot. I mean, that that is the person. Like you said, she was in two championships. She duration, uh, great player, long time. So she's going to be missed. That's not someone. Candace Parker was a Chicago woman who, you know, grew up in the area, played here, brought the championship. But if you have to pick one name, for the Chicago Sky, it's Vandersloot first. Yeah, without a doubt. Kind of sucks that the Sky weren't able to assemble a super team here, but I guess with kind of where they were at and, um, you know, they've got some aging players, so I, I don't know. I think that the the Sky owner, Michael Alter, is going to have to look at at kind of what his franchise is and why, why you can't keep people here, so... Just another kind of another shitty thing for Chicago sports fans. I'll say that because the sky were a bright spot for the last couple of years. Um, anyhow, Matt Forte, unbelievable. Should act like Matt, Matt Forte is not any good. Come on now. I mean, he's the second best running back in Chicago sports history. Okay. Oh, that's not true. Because I, yeah. I mean, modern era. Yeah. It completely yeah. just brain fired. Yeah, I mean, Gale I can't Sayers. put him ahead of Gale Sayers. Right. Yeah. And possibly Red Grange, but and Red Grange. Okay. Neil Anderson was good. Neil Anderson was. was good, especially on Tech Mobile. Yes. All right. Let's get into our leadoff topic. Tom Brady is owning the news this week in this non-Super Bowl week. Uh, he retired for the second time in two years on February 1st. He put up that selfie video, uh, which was kind of weird because apparently he taped it a, <laughs> a couple days beforehand, uh, which is a little strange um, when you're trying to give that that appearance of, Hey, we're just, I'm just doing this. I'm just retiring, you know, during my walk on the beach. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, uh, it, it brings up a little opening to kind of talk about Michael Jordan versus Tom Brady goat versus goat. I think there are people out there that want to put Tom Brady, you know, and most of them do live in Boston. Probably all of them live in Boston, maybe a few in Tampa. Um, and want to say that he is the greatest, uh, of all time in a team sport. Can we make the case for Tom Brady? Do we even want to try, Luke? Uh, I will argue anybody that wants to take on this conversation. <laughs> First of all, he's he's so up against it, okay? Number one, I, I, I don't have the full hour. I don't want to take everybody's time. But just the sport alone makes it almost impossible for the quarterback to compete with a guy who's only got four other people on the court with him. Michael's impact – if Michael's not in the game, it's a totally different game. I understand it's true for Tom Brady, but there's a bunch of other guys. Tom Brady doesn't play defense in his <laughs> sport. It's not his fault, 
but he doesn't play defense. Michael was defensive player of the year. He could impact the game defensively and two seconds later impact it offensively. Tom Brady can't do that. So in some ways, the conversation isn't even fair to Tom Brady. Is the is he yeah. the greatest quarterback of all time? I think most of us have settled on that. Is he the greatest football player of all time? I'm not even 100% willing to go there. He plays the most I'm not either. Position. But Who I watched a lot of other guys that were great football players that impacted the game in multiple ways, Walter Payton being one. Right. Barry Is Sanders. there a Chicago bias showing? No, no. Do you, I mean, it's so not even close. He lost three Super Bowls, two to Eli <laughs> Manning, for God's sake. That's Michael true. Jordan would never, ever, in the history of Michael Jordan's life, lose to Eli Manning. Not in golf, not in poker, not in uh, dominoes, nothing. <laughs> Michael Jordan's never losing to Eli Manning. He's just or an Nick, average or guy. for that matter. And again, oh, yeah, part of that falls part of that falls on the team thing. But if you're just going to talk about what's the one thing that Tom Brady can hang his hat on or Brady fans, and I love Tom Brady, great player, disappointed that I'm not going to see him play again. Mm. You can say, well, he won one more championship than Michael did. Okay. In and with one one extra team, right? He went to Tampa Bay and did that. And and he um, played longer. Yeah. He, I think he if you're making the three. I think if you're making this argument, it, it rests on the fact that he played for 23 seasons to Jordan's 15 and kind of had to remold his game several times. MJ famously kind of remolded it for um, that, that second three-peat. He became a different player as, as he aged, um, but he was still done by, what, 38 years old? And, and for what? Brady to do what he did in his 40s is, is still pretty incredible. Um, they both had the – so – uh, Tom Brady had four Hall of Fame teammates. Now it's a little different, right? So he had Ty Law, Randy Moss, Junior Seau, and Richard Seymour. Only won titles with two of those guys, Law and Seymour. Um, Jordan had Pippen, Rodman, and, and Tony Kukoc. Um, and Kukoc is largely in the Hall of Fame for his international accomplishments. Um, Jordan leads him in retirements. So far. To two. So uh, far. Yeah, so far. that he could tie, Brady could tie it. <laughs> Uh, and like you said, Jordan never lost a title. Uh, Tom Brady lost three. I can't fault him there. You, you know what I find interesting, though, guys? Let's say Patrick Mahomes goes on some legendary tear and mm -hmm. gets to seven titles or eight titles. That's not happening. It could have. I mean, it's probably not happening, but you never know. Let's say this yeah. is Patrick Mahomes we're talking about. Would that change the conversation because he is a more athletic quarterback and fits the – I mean, Tom Brady was no one's idea of, like, the most athletic person in the world, right? Like, no one's – No. We, we you, you brought it up in the pre-show meeting today, Luke, um, bringing up the, the famous combine picture of him in his underwear and, right. and looking like the rest of us. Oh, wait, yeah, I have he looks like Greg Maddox with his shirt off. Yeah, no so does, does that change? Like, so if Patrick Mahomes and the way he plays – which is a little bit more kind of like a basketball player. Does that say, okay, well, maybe, maybe then he is the goat and, and would have a case over Jordan. Nobody'll have a case over Brady, right? <laughs> like he'll have, he'll have a case over Brady because the, the, the position has changed and he'll become a more athletic guy. Again, if it just goes to championships and you're going to say Brady's got more than yeah. Jordan, well then, Bill Russell won 11 and 13 seasons. Then the GOAT is Bill Russell, if you want to talk just about championships. Yeah. But comparing apples to apples, which is right. sort of difficult in this, again, when they were in their biggest game, Jordan, 6-0 and in the finals, never lost. Brady lost three and was not even the MVP in two of his Super Bowl wins. Wasn't even the MVP. MJ, MVP every time, never lost period. How about the outside impact of just him on the game? Like Tom Brady hasn't changed the game right. of football necessarily. He's been great to watch. He's been very successful. He, he changed the Patriots along with Bill Belichick. Michael's brand is still being one. 
Cody Del Mendo, our teammate, is spending every paycheck he gets buying Michael Jordan here, and the guy hasn't played in a you know like. Think about that. Nobody's going to be wearing Tom Brady clothes in 25 years. TB12? You think- You're not going to be wearing TB12? No. <laughs> no, it's it, they're not even the same person. It, it's, no. it's not it's not, they were it's both not a divas, both big divas for sure. I, I feel like, so I feel like Jordan defines basketball. You think of basketball, you think of Michael Jordan, you think of hockey, you think of Wayne Gretzky, right? You think of boxing, you think of Muhammad Ali. When I think of football, I don't know necessarily that I think of Tom Brady right off the bat, which is kind of crazy to, to, to say that he's won seven ti- titles, you know, has been to, to so many different Super Bowls. I mean, maybe though, who, who are you, who are you going to put there if it's not Brady? For football, yeah. I mean, if you're from Chicago, you can put Walter Payton. If sure. you're from Pittsburgh, you're probably putting Terry Bradshaw. If you're from Green oh. Bay, you're probably putting yeah. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. If you're probably, he always shared the building, right? It was it, it was it was Tom and Payton for the longest time. Then at the end of the career, that you know Patrick Mahomes bubbled up. Aaron Rodgers has always been there. You know Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers. Like those guys were all all there. Oh. Oh, he wasn't the alpha dog of all the alpha dogs. He was a good facilitator. I mean, he was a great game manager. I studied, you know, more than anybody else, but. Let me give you another perfect example of why this is ridiculous. Oh, good. Here we go. This, this, is, this is simple respect from around the sport. Not that people don't respect Tom Brady. I res- Again, I love him. He's so much better than Aaron Rodgers. It's not even funny. It's so funny that he's so good that Aaron Rodgers won't retire this year because he's afraid he's going to be the second fiddle at the Hall of Fame speech. That part's cool. (laughs) That part about it I love. The Miami Heat have retired Michael Jordan's number. He hangs in their rafters. Nobody's wearing 23 on an opposing team. Do you think every team in the NFL is going to be like, nope, can't wear wear Brady's number, that's it? Mm -hmm. Of course not. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a he was so great know. that the coach of another team had to say nobody on our team gets to wear that jersey i just saw magic johnson in an interview that i think was old where he's talking about the dream team and how michael showed up the one time at a dream team practice and he turns around he does a 360 and he dunks on david robinson and he gets in their face and he says magic it used to be your league and larry you had your time it's my league and you know what magic johnson said Magic Johnson said, and we bowed to him, and we said, yes, Michael, you are the king. Nobody's saying that to Tom Brady. Nobody. You know what the Jumpman logo looks like, Air Jordan? What are they going to do for Tom Brady? Him standing at the combine like this? No, I'm, I'm actually – no, I got it for you. Hold would on. You, uh, would, I, you I say that, would you say that Tom Brady is overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Properly rated, he's unless properly you're trying rated. to say he's better than Michael Jordan. If you're trying to say he's <laughs> four, that's right. This is the logo. That should be his that's, logo. That's what down logo. is it? Is it fourth down? Yeah. He lost to a bad Bears team. Yeah, remember that? That was was that Foles again? That was 2020. I think that might have been. Do you do you think it's disrespectful that I said what that I don't think of Tom Brady when you mentioned football? No. Uh, I, I, we all think of Tom Brady when we think of football, but is he the first name that pops into everybody's head? I'm going to suggest that the first name that pops into everybody's head is a player from their favorite team. Yeah. And then Tom Brady. From their favorite team and probably when they were kids. Okay, okay. But if you don't like football that much and you're like man on the street, you know, you're just asking people that aren't football fans, they're probably going to be like, oh, Tom Brady, because he's like famous in this other celebrity way. But yeah. where? Here? Just anywhere. No, in, in Around life. the world, yeah. Michael Jordan is one of the most famous people that has ever walked the planet. I used to go into the United Center, whether it was for Bulls practice or Blackhawks practice, so many times. Lawrence, you worked in that building. When the Jordan statue was outside on Wood Street, outside the entrance to the United Center, I can't I used to pitch this story all the time. I can't tell you how many times I said, we need to put up GoPro cameras on time-lapse, just let it record, and stand here for 24 hours and record how many people from around the world come to pay respect to Michael Jordan for what he meant to their lives. Literally, I've heard almost every language in the world 
spoken just walking in and out of the United Center because you can't go there when it was outside without somebody from another country stopping to take their photo next to a statue of the guy. Yeah, that's that's very – yeah, when I was working in the building, we'd always – I'd be walking into the office and, like, <laughs> there's a couple from, like, you know, somewhere in South America, somewhere yes. in East Asia, and, like, they're just like, where's the statue? Where's the statue? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's right in here. Do you got to go in the, in the store here? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But when it was I, outside, I swear to you, I took no less than 25 photos of my life for people that were like waving me down, didn't speak English, and were like Michael Jordan. Yeah. And, and doing the camera logo to me, like, sure, I'll take a, a picture of you guys in front of the Jordan statue, and then I'll go to work. They're not doing There's There'll probably be a Brady statue, but it'll only be visited by Patriots fans. Well, but no, okay, but I, I, do, I do agree with Casey, though, that like if you're just some random person in France or wherever, like if you say name a football player, I think Tom Brady's probably going to get a good decent okay. amount of the answer. Mm, you're wrong. They'll say because the soccer guy. Because he was guy. married to a supermodel, because he okay. was larger than life. I mean, yeah. Which sadly ended up not working out for him, which is sad. Do you yeah. think his tears in his video, like his his, he was kind of like emotional. Do you think it was like crocodile or what do they call it alligator tears crocodile tears yeah crocodile, crocodile yeah. tears like do you think it was fake yes do you think he's capable of crying anymore with with no plastic surgery that he may or may not have had <laughs> yeah. he doesn't Ouch. have cheekbones anymore he doesn't have cheekbones what happened now that that here we can all say he's better looking than michael jordan he's, he's michael a better Jordan's looking, a pretty good looking than guy michael jordan. <laughs> um, a, yeah, michael jordan used to be on all those people list dudes I mean, yeah. All right. Well, I'll give you three good reasons that we should be choosing uh, MJ as the goat of all time. And, and it's all from like the last dance <laughs> because we got, we got the, and I took that personally meme, which Love was that amazing. One. We got the crying him, one, him laughing <laughs> at the iPad, which is another amazing <laughs> one. Yeah. And then without MJ, we don't know who John Michael Wozniak is. <laughs> and for that alone, he is your goat. Our guy in the comments, Electric, says, get back to me when Brady wins three Super Bowls in a row twice. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. In, in a sport where he's, you know, again, it's, it's five guys on the floor. It was all Michael. I'm not saying Scotty wasn't there and Pax wasn't there. Yeah. But it's just a, it's, it's a different thing. You want to make an argument for greatest of all time? You could say Serena's a greater yes. athlete than yeah. maybe than. Well, I mean, Brady, Brady was a passenger for that Buccaneers Super Bowl. I mean that that Super Bowl was yeah. was that defensive line just completely containing and and taking down Patrick Mahomes, right? That and and Brady he was a passenger. Let's let let's be honest there. So like Peyton Manning's with the Broncos. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Agree. So. Tell us about yeah, Athletic then, Greens, Luke. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, listen, I think Tom Brady probably, guys, could have played another four or five seasons had he been on Athletic Greens. And maybe then <laughs> he would have won three or four more championships and then had a chance to even be in a conversation with Michael Jordan. But our next pro uh, partner has a product I've been using, like I said, every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. And now I've been on it for almost a year, and I love it. It doesn't taste super healthy but it is super healthy. It has a mild tropical taste that I look forward to in the morning. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get a boost of energy from it. So I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, and it's lifestyle friendly too. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, or dairy-free, you're all good with AG1. You're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than three bucks a day. Recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop in a simple cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash 
CHGO Cubs, CHGO Bulls, CHGO Blackhawks. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take over ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to tell everyone about Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line, courtside, or behind home plate, it is possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal this season on Bulls tickets or Blackhawks tickets. Just fire that app up and, and check out what's available. Probably not that hard of a seat to get these days with the way those two teams are playing, but be a fun night out, an affordable night out when you use game time. Mm-hmm. It is created by the fans and for the fans and guarantees the lowest price. You love CHGO, then you will love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. All right, Luke, you ready? We're, we're going to do something we haven't done for a while on the Chicago Sports Podcast. Let's do it. It is time for Over Under. Oh, boy. I've uh, put together a uh, bevy of numbers. You're going to tell me, are we going over or are we okay. going under? And mm-hmm. most of these are Chicago sports related, so th- this will be good. We're going to start with the Bears draft, which is top of our mind here in the building lately. Our guy, Nicholas Moriano, is down at the Senior Bowl checking out some of the top picks, uh, producing a lot of great content. Make sure you check out the CHGO Bears. I'm learning a lot of names that I didn't know already, and I'm starting to kind of formulate who I want and who looks good. Um, But my first over-under number for you Mm -hmm. is nine and a half, and that is how many draft picks will the Bears end up with in the 2023 draft? Now, for frame of reference, Luke, right now they currently own eight draft picks, but we know that they're in a good position to trade down out of that number one spot, and we know that Ryan Poles really likes to trade down, not like his predecessor, Ryan Pace, who who never met a draft pick he couldn't throw in to move up. Um, So will they go over nine and a half? picks uh on april 27 april 27 through the 29th here's what i think is tricky about that the reason you put this together at it's such a tricky number at nine and a half is that we all believe that they're going to trade back at least once to get try and get more picks most likely at number one they're going to try and trade back and get multiple picks the problem is that doesn't mean that in later rounds they might not combine two picks to try to move up to get a guy they really think can help justin fields or the rest of their team sure so just because they're trading back maybe multiple times doesn't mean that the number keeps automatically going backwards i think if i had to guess i think they will make 10 draft picks so i will go over i will go over but i'll be spending your money on the wager (laughs) I think it's interesting, right? Uh, yeah. you, you did bet over on the Bears wins at five and a half this this year and uh, lost terribly. That's uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It is a challenging number because when they do trade down, how many of the picks will be in the 2023 draft as opposed mm-hmm. to 2024? And then I think that second round pick that they have from, from Baltimore is in the later half of the round. There's something they're going to really fall in love with near the front and maybe package something... Um, you know, from later in the draft to move up. I, I don't know. So yeah. I will. I've changed my mind. You're going under. I'm, I'm going under now because I didn't think of the fact that those picks, you know, they might try and get some picks. I would, if I were them, if I'm trying to get a number one, I might try to get a number one as well next year or number two right. next year. So if those aren't counting towards their total picks, then I'm going to go under because I don't think that all those picks would be this year. Yeah, I'm going to go over just because of what we saw from Ryan Poles in 2022, where I think they went into, what, the day three, and they had, what, three or four picks we thought was going to be a pretty easy day here. And then I think they doubled the the number by the time we were done. And it was, uh, you know, all hell broken loose. Uh, Casey and Law can back me up on that. (laughs) Um, All right, moving on. 0.5 is the number. How many of Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic 
will be traded by next Thursday's NBA trade deadline. That's next Thursday at 2 p.m. Uh, the Bulls, as, as we've discussed many times before, are in a horrible place. They're not going anywhere with this team for whatever reason. Uh, but I don't know if they're in a position to trade any of those big three. So 0.5, over or under? I'll go over because I think one is gone. I don't I don't know who it's going to be, but I think one is gone. I do think Vooch in the right situation could help a team that's really contending, and mm-hmm. he's had a pretty good season. And I think any of the three obviously would help a contending team. I, I think one of them has to go. They, they can't just sit here and do nothing. And I think somebody will try to add one of those three players. I saw that Caruso said today he fully expects to be here. Yeah. Uh, if you put, if you added him to that list, four guys. Well, there's a reason I did it. I didn't. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like Alex Caruso four. is that guy that's going to bring back something and bring back a lot of value. And I think it would make a lot of sense with, with the contract that he's on. And he's just a guy I think a contender would be looking for. And it's a pretty wide open NBA. So. Uh, the other one, I, I mean, the other three, I feel just kind of I I mean, think the, the, the party line that we've been getting from from the Bulls, either through you know publicly from their locker room or through the leaks, um, is that they're happy and they w- with what they've got. And, you know, the fan base isn't, but the pub, the public they're uh, the only ones. Then they're the only ones that are happy with what we've got. One yeah. of those guys, if one of them is not traded, I'll actually be upset. Okay. I'll be upset with that. And uh, in the chat, somebody's saying uh, Drummond might be a guy. I agree. But as far as the big three, I, I'll take the over. I'll take I'll take the over and one of the three will be traded. Yep. All right. Let's go on. This uh, one's sort of a number. It's also a date. March 1st, will Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane be traded before that, before or after then, right? So over under. Right. Uh, the trade deadline, uh, for, for your knowledge, is March 3rd. 3rd. Okay. Um, and so this is, the slash means both of them, not one of them. No, so I would say both. both. I would say both. And I, I, I think what we're debating here, Luke, is you probably want to move these guys out mm-hmm. because you really want to accelerate your losing. And they've been actually winning some yeah. some games here since since the new year has started so if they can come back from this all-star break and and find a place where jonathan taves and patrick kane will be happy and will lift their no trade clause for i think you know it behooves them to do it sooner rather than later um but it might take a while too so i don't know how do you feel about it uh so the date is what we're saying over or under yeah under under would be february 28th and earlier uh, I, I'll go over. I'll go over. These things a lot of times go right to the end. I, if you're right, 100% for the Blackhawks' sake, it would be better if that date were in February and earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're talking about specifically trading both of them, that that certainly takes almost right up to the deadline to get that right. done. I would say the over two, and the the issue is this. I think you could probably spark up a bidding war for Patrick Kane pretty early, and you have teams that say, okay, we need to get this guy in our building as soon as possible because we want to pile up points in our in our push for the playoffs. Jonathan Taves, though, with, with the money and the the wrangling that's going to, you know, how much are the, the, the Blackhawks going to eat or whatever? Whereas Jonathan Taves is going to play, you know, he's not a, he's not a top six guy anymore. He's, you know, he's going to have to find the perfect role. Um, so I think that's going to take some time. So I'm going to take the over. I think it's going to come down to the the deadline. It's going to be a lot of, it's going to be very interesting to watch. Um, You're a diehard Hawks fan. Do you think they're yeah. both getting traded for sure? Are, are you resigned to the fact that they're both or that maybe just one? Is there yeah. any scenario where neither of them gets traded? I don't think so. Yeah, but I think there is a scenario where only one of them gets traded. I mean, they've slashed this thing down to the bone. They are the, and I don't want to call them fat because they're they're franchise legends, right? Yeah. Um, but they they are the only remaining pieces from from the before times, right? Yeah. And I just can't imagine that they would just say we're not we're not fully committing to this. They've already fully committed. The only, you know, they're the only things that are bolted down. And now this is finally a chance where, you know, they could lift their no trade clauses. So I I don't know, but um, I don't know if I'm fully committed to thinking that they're going to 
move on, but I'd be surprised if if March third comes and and there's still uh, Blackhawks. So, all right, this one is a non-Chicago number. Oh, okay. three and a half. Patrick yeah. Mahomes career Super Bowl wins. He already has one. He could be at two uh, by next Sunday night. One thing against that, and again, I had him losing to the Bengals, and I even said on Twitter, I said, I feel dirty and dumb betting mm-hmm. against Mahomes and the Chiefs at home. But there are a lot of good teams in the AFC, and it's not all up to – just like I had the argument that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, you could – some might argue he's the greatest football player of all time because of the position he plays and how great he was – there's an, a lot else that has to go into winning a Super Bowl. And while he, mm-hmm. that's the thing that gives you the greatest chance as a franchise is having the best quarterback, Joe Burrow's still pretty darn good. Yeah. And Josh Allen's still pretty good. And the Eagles are set up to be really good for a really long time because mm-hmm. they went about it in a way where so far their quarterback's not costing them what – Patrick Mahomes is costing them. So I'll go under. I'll go under. I think he's going to be back, but I don't I, – I think he wins three Super Bowls in his career. Four is uh, – it's a, it's a big it's ask. It's hard. Because there's so many other factors. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, he's already been to five AFC title games, which is pretty insane. Five seasons as a oh, starter. It's crazy. <laughs> So I, I think it's hard to bet against him. I think a lot depends on whether or not they beat the Eagles this year. This uh, yeah, this year. Um, but I, I do like the fact that the Chiefs did hand him a contract worth half a billion dollars, and it, it still looks like they've got a pretty good you know you know they, a, a pretty good team around him. Um, so I yeah. think as long as they stay disciplined to their approach to team building, he's such he's such a you know unbelievable weapon. I, I think you have to stay over. There's nothing to stop him from pulling a Brady or a Montana. And when he's not at his peak, attaching mm. himself to a really good team and still trying to go seek another ring with another team. That's really good. That just is one piece away. And is like, well, Patrick right. Mahomes, even if he's not Patrick Mahomes of the past puts us over the top. He's 27 years old right now, so you would think that that means you know, with what we've what we know about quarterbacks now, or what at least Drew Brees and Tom Brady has you know accustomed to. Okay, well now you can play till 40. I don't know if that's true with the way he plays, and will no. he be able to tailor his game as his physical gifts are not you know as crazy? I, I don't know, but I still think like within the next five years he can grab another three. Uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see. So I would bet the over just because I, I just think it's that special of a player, and um, the Chiefs are a great organization. So here's our final number: zero point five. And I think you're probably know where I'm going with this. Justin oh, Fields boy. Super Bowl wins over or under. Wow, <laughs> that, that's tough. you have to take the under. I mean, history alone tells you you got to take the under. As much as I mm. want it to happen, and I think he's the guy to do it, I can't even 100% say that he's going to be their quarterback. So are you saying Super Bowl wins with the Bears or Super Bowl wins? Super Bowl wins. Oh, I'm going over. You're going over. Oh, okay. Justin wow. Fields is going to win a Super Bowl. Justin Fields will win a Super Bowl. I just hope it's with the Bears. How many quarterbacks have not worked out somewhere and then gone elsewhere and, and won a Super Bowl? Well, uh, yeah, but it's not that he hasn't worked out. If they if they trade him, it's because they're trying to reset the clock. He he still very much could if, – if they trade him, he still very much could turn out to be a star quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, I, I'll take the – Well, the they're, they're not trading him. I, I feel like if it doesn't work out here, he's not going somewhere – I mean, you would have to be betting on him being like the modern day Steve Young, right? Well, he's a. 
I feel like we've already sort of seen it. I mean, he's just been on some garbage teams with no talent. Right. Like, I, I, he's already he's already shown me something. It, if he goes somewhere else, it's not like Mitch Trubisky going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He's he's already better than Mitch Trubisky in my eyes. Like, not it's not even close. It's it's hard to win a Super Bowl. Dan Marino never won one. I know. Philip Rivers never won one. I mean, there's a lot of good quarterbacks that have never won yeah. a Super Bowl. That said, I work at CHGO. <laughs> We're all optimistic. We're riding high in the Justin Fields Kool-Aid. So I'm going over. That Hey, this is a great comment in the chat. If Eli Manning can win two, Justin can get two. Hey, we don't need him well, to that, get two. According to that line, we need him to get one. That's all yeah. I want. One. And we'll talk about number two after we get that next one. All right. Randall Cunningham. That was good, too. Well, Luke, the stage is set, and we are counting down to that battle in Arizona. There's no better way to get ready for the NFL action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, official official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg. You add up to 100%. And look, I told I told you on this podcast last last week that I actually did take advantage of the offer. I got wow. eight bets, $25 worth. I was able to win a few of those last week on uh, on the conference championships games. So I'm going to be able to you know put some more money in on the Super Bowl, which is pretty sweet. Um, so if you're thinking about you know, doing this offer and using code CHGO, like this is the time to do it because this is a really good offer. It's not going to be here yeah. all the time. Obviously, the sports books are trying to get more people, and you know these are, these are really good. So, uh, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code CHGO, again, new customers can bet five dollars on Super Bowl Fifty Seven and get two hundred in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. Sorry, Ohio. See show notes for details. Man, what's going on in Ohio? (laughs) You can't have any fun in Ohio. The Ohio. That was that was the cue for Casey to come in. Oh, is that it? I thought there was another (laughs) music. That's it. Okay. You can't have any fun in Ohio. First the Cleveland hate, <laughs> Joakim Noah. Now I'm wearing my CHGO basketball vintage sweatshirt today. I like so it. yes, I will always have love for Ohio, but Chicago is more fun. I was working from home going today, Case. It's fabulous. You know, yeah. I, I live in like a loft and it is hard to heat. So I will say the closer you are to the windows, not warm. So we've got like the space heaters going, you know. <laughs> it's been it's been hard to keep I think any house warm. I was wearing my um my Blackhawks uh knit hat the other day to stay warm mm-hmm. up in my office and yeah, has been has not been good. Yeah, it it um it's cold here, but that's you know what we're used Luke, to. Luke, how's your HVAC? Uh I'm in the basement, so I had a space heater going right up until the beginning of the show because all the cold air sinks to the basement. Um I before we start scroll stoppers, and I've been looking forward to that, you know, for a full week. Um, I do. I have one more thing to say about Jordan versus mm-hmm. Brady as the greatest of all time. Don't you have to be great all the time? What did Tom Brady win at Michigan? MJ won it in college. That's right. MJ won it at the Olympic. Like he, the, the man didn't lose. Tom Brady was just a guy at Michigan. Became well, a great a quarterback. All time great. Come out of nowhere. But he's no MJ. Right. No, MJ I, never had to share snaps with Drew Henson. No. I don't understand the coming in and out of retirement thing either. Like Deion Sanders did it, Marshawn Lynch, Brett Favre, Brady, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, obviously. I, I just like once aren't you just like done when you're done? Like, why do you gotta fake everybody out? That's what makes them great. They got they've got the ego and that and that want to prove something to somebody all the time where they're just like right. I see these guys. I can do yeah. that. 
I, I like when they retire and uh, like the waterworks really come on. Like, have you guys ever watched Mike Schmidt's press con- retirement no. press conference? It's amazing. Like it is amazing. Weeks. The amount that he cries. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like literally somebody came up and like shot his dog in front of him. Like no. more than, crying. more than a Dick Vermeil press conference back. Yes. In the day. Yes. More, yeah. Weeping. Not even crying. <laughs> All right, enough about dogs and stoppers. Have you guys seen this this week? The this is kind of like a Brady Jordan thing. It's like Bray, if if Michael Jordan is the Chicago Bean, then Tom Brady is the New York City Bean. Yeah, that they they just um, unveiled this sculpture here. It's the same artist um, who who made it and it's smaller it looks like it's on a corner of a street here i'm not sure why new york is copying chicago in this way they have their own thing and their own sculptures and their own thing that like makes them them so here's this smaller version of the iconic bean sculpture in new york city people are taking pictures in front of it it's a mirror the same way the problem is with it you can't walk underneath it and that's what's great about the chicago bean yeah. what are they, what are they doing I don't know why. I don't know why this is necessary, really. That is so sorry. That'd be like us putting a little miniature Empire State Building somewhere. It's so, like all right. it's in a building, and I just don't get it. So we got this. Uh, th- we got this artist Anish Kapoor to come here in Chicago mm-hmm. twenty years ago to make CloudGate. Yeah. Everyone knows Chicago for it. At any point when we were like handing money to this dude to make this thing, which is like a hundred tons. So ours is a hundred tons. New York's is only like 30 or 40. 40. So take that New York. But at no point did the city of Chicago say like, here, sign this contract that you won't make any more of these anywhere else. Yeah. Everybody's going to put one up. No syndication. Exclusive to Chicago. It's bullshit. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, the bean is bean is super cool. It's one of those like tourist attractions that I think you can kind of roll your eyes at. But like when you're walking through Grant Park and you go through and you take a picture of it, like yeah. it's never not cool to do it, right? It's still kind of fun. You're like, it's how the hell do they make it's this? Never not crowded. Like it's never yeah. not crowded. Right. Close. It's amazing. It should be a reason to come to Chicago. And now they've just stuck this in in New York City. And yeah, it's not as big, but like they've kind of like wedged it under a building somehow yeah it's like, like on the side of the street i don't love it i'm upset let me tell you what we should do i don't know if it's gonna last there i honestly don't rockefeller center here or at, i've got the perfect place you know what we should do we should get uh the artist that is currently working on the ryan sandberg statue that did the jordan statue to create a second Jordan statue <laughs> and we put it outside Madison square garden <laughs> and you watch how many people go to that over the little that's mini so silver turd that they just built there. That's supposed to look like our bean. I looked at a Jordan statue in, in New York and more people will go see that than the statue of Liberty. Potentially you watch, I'm telling <laughs> you, you watch. It's gotta be outside. It's gotta be outside Madison square garden. That's and in perfect. the back, it's got to be the statue, but in the back, it's got to have two gigantic fives in honor of the 55 points he put up there in, in uh, spring it's, of 1995. What do you think? It's, it's, not the, it's not the jump man one that we have with the leg spread. It's him dunking over Patrick Ewing, Ewing. baseline. I was going to say, that's what it's going to be. Ewing looking <laughs> up, up like that. The whole world will go to take a photo next to that statue. Yes. <laughs> Come on. I like it. I'm territorial of the bean, even though I haven't lived here that long. And I'm sad they have another one now. It's not the same shape, though, right? It's not, because it doesn't have, like, the open at the bottom. It's the same. I mean, More flat they ripped the it off. Yeah, you couldn't, you it's can't walk, like, little kids can't walk underneath it. But it's, like, on the, it's like on a corner. I just can't imagine that, like, there's not going to be accidents by people just kind of stopping and gawking at it mm-hmm. or people running across the street to go take a selfie. They're going to get flattened. Like, yeah, they got the location's a terrible idea. It'd be well, like us building a green statue out, out in like uh, the playpen area of Lake Michigan. And it doesn't look exactly like the statue of Liberty, but we call it lady Liberty. Yeah. It's the same. It's like when you get your homework copied. Get your own damn bean, New York. Uh, I have a controversial take here, guys. 
Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Art is for everyone, man. Can't we just can't everyone enjoy beautiful okay, art? Okay, art is for everyone, but like let's let's be exclusive to like Originally, what is you know you know who makes a bunch of giant metal things all the time and people love is Jeffrey Koons. I hate those things, but people love them and they're everywhere. So why can't Anish Kapoor make two giant metal mirrors? What, what would happen if we brought like that love thing from Philadelphia and stuck it in Chicago? Yeah, would you be cool with that? Should. Yeah. Why where not? is that? Where and is bring that? me some cheese sticks too. I thought it was in San Diego, but I've also seen in other places the st- the statue of the of the Navy guy kissing the nurse, you know. Sure. Yeah, they move that one all the time. Can it just be like a moving thing? It like travels as like. Wow. Should we should we go like should we go kidnap the Fonzie statue from Milwaukee and yes. bring it down here? Yes, we should. <laughs> didn't, didn't a bunch of cities Mary Tyler Moore from yeah, back in the day. Yeah, Cows on Parade Cows was parade a traveling was stolen thing. by every city in the country too. Again, it's just art for everyone. But it's not right? like Let's... New York is like is like lacking art. No, hey, they didn't hey, yeah, need it. It's a beautiful. Stadium ought to put ivy on their outfield wall. Ah, <laughs> oh, sad. Okay, here's what's next. Kelly Clarkson. You know, she won American Idol. She has her own talk show. She had yes. Since you've been gone. She had uh, that song first... is very hard to karaoke. That's all I'm gonna say about <laughs> Lawrence has tried. She had her first shot of Malort. She had her Chicago handshake on her show the other day. Um, with Ben Levy Aguilar from Chicago PD. He kind of um shows her what this this is, and she tries it for the first time. And here is her reaction um, if you're so watching. A lot of my staff is actually from Chicago, no joke. And they say that there's something called a Chicago handshake. Yes, and I, I have experienced this. I have something for you. Okay, is this yeah. the handshake? Is this what it is? Yes, the shot okay. of Malort. What's a Malort? What's a, what's Malort? <laughs> malort is a, a, malort. a, is it a type liquor? of alcohol okay. um, from Chicago that I... Oh, you can only drink this if you're cool. Okay. But are, no you know peer I mean? pressure. But, no. but so I drank it in Chicago because okay. I'm cool like that. Okay. And I think you're cool too. I'm pretty cool. Right? So, I think so. Tell so everyone what we do here. This is the this is the, the shot of Malort. Malort. And okay. then we oh, chase it down with beer. You do the then, shot and you chase. It's a chaser. Okay. Yeah. And then we shake on it, and now we're cool together. Okay. Ready? I think we would have been cool either way, but cool. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Wait, cheers. <laughs> cheers. I love you. L'chaim. L'chaim. Ooh. Yeah. I feel I feel for her. I'm you don't need a chaser. Oh my god. What is she? I'm, call, I'm calling BS. I'm calling BS. That's good. I don't know. I'm calling BS. Cool. That that is Hollywood magic. That was probably iced tea that she shot. Yeah, or she apple juice. She says it's still hot, which is how it feels in your throat. And I don't know why she's acting like RK, like she likes Malord. Like what is going on? I think she really had it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Malort. Malort's delicious. So okay, so a, a few things. I I, I love no, that it's not delicious, but it's fine. I'm gonna like when I offer people Malort, I'm gonna start saying you can only have this if you're cool. I've never heard that before. That's yeah, ridiculous. Right. I'm cool. Yeah, and, and then, I needed it. And then she, and then Kelly Clarkson also said I love you before she took it, which is kind of funny too. Right. Okay. But I don't think I honestly don't think she honestly took it. Like she did not flinch whatsoever and just said, "Ooh!" Like there's no way you guys. You've I need never you seen anyone take a Lord shot and like not had an animated like grossed out face. I, I need I to know. Is this is this rude? When I first moved here in 2018, I went on a date and some guy was like, "Hey, you should have this Chicago handshake." Had no <laughs> idea what it was on a first date. That is rude. I think that is awful. We didn't have a second date. <laughs> <laughs> wow! What, well, I what was say, your... This guy's not going back on Kelly Clarkson. Shit. If she did, you... did the shot, she's not coming back on. Had the real que- the real question, Casey, is: Did you ever have a second short of a shot of Malort? I don't think I've had one since. I really don't. Okay. I had friends in town, and they all were trying it, and I was like, I remembered that moment on that date, and I was like, never again. It, it only exists yeah. because, like, it still only exists because we like to see people's reactions when they when they shoot. Like, we we have a bottle here. I've never had it. Yeah, I'm not here like, oh, let me help myself to a shot of Malort. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I've done my shots of Malort. Why not? It's bad. You should just pour a bunch of Goldschlager into an empty bottle and tell people it's a CHGO Malort and see what kind of reaction we get. Uh, I was at at a party. The real gold flakes in the bottle. No, Luke, stop it. Don't don't, don't Hmm. start talking about Goldschlager. 
I was at a party over the weekend. We were in a basement bar, and there was a bottle of McGillicuddy's in there, which I honestly had not thought of in probably 20 years. And, man, nothing brought me back to, like, being completely hammered in a dorm at college than seeing that bottle of McGillicuddy's. <laughs> When's the last time you guys thought about McGillicuddy's? Never. I don't even, even know what it is, honestly. What is uh, I thought it was a person. It was like this, like minty peppermint schnapps. It was all over Wisconsin. Oh, it was kind of like the schnapps, the yeah. fireball of its day. Yeah, if, it had a moment. If, if that gentleman wanted to be welcomed back onto Kelly Clarkson's show, what he should have done is shown up with a can of three one two and shotgun the baby with Kelly Clarkson. Right. Then he would have got a honk honk, and he would have been on every <laughs> week promoting this show. Wait, hold on. What would he have gotten, Luke? Honk honk. <laughs> Yeah, I have one more thing. We we uh, before we close out here. More? If you're watching on on uh, on YouTube, we asked yesterday if you had to get a Chicago tattoo or if you already have one, what would you get or what does it look like? And we got such great responses from people who have Chicago sports or Chicago related tattoos. And I was so impressed because look at all these diehards. I mean, that's awesome. Hockey, look at this one on the left. It's like the sign from the theater. How cool. I think that guy has like has has shared it before, and yeah. that I mean that tattoo is unbelievable. The, the Chicago theater one. No one's getting a Mark Carmen tattoo. <laughs> no. I didn't see this before. That's an amazing photo of Mark Carmen. That's if not you're a listening, tattoo. if you're listening on the podcast, we're showing on Twitter all the different um, tattoos that people have that are Chicago related. A lot of Cubs 2016 World Series tattoos, some numbers, Wrigley Field marquee. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Ooh, this hot dog. little hot dog one is really cool, really detailed. That's just a gif. Well, some people were saying Ooh. this is what they would get. Okay. Lawrence and I have a buddy who has the Chicago flag. Mike Capozo has the Chicago oh, flag yeah. tattoo. Sure. I, I, there's that one Cubs fan out there that literally is covered in Cubs tattoos, and he's got, like, Ron Santos, face, like, everything. Well, But Ron. the best Chicago – well, not Chicago. The best tattoo in Chicago sports – that has to either go DeMar DeRozan with the Joker yeah. that we've seen, or it has to go to Javi Baez as a kid putting the Major League Baseball logo on the back of his neck. <laughs> I couldn't stand that for Look him. Look at these, Snoopy. guys. People are so dedicated. Oh, Snoopy. Snoopy with the Cubs hat. Oh, this, this one's cool. It's a Cubs logo, but it has all the other logos inside of it. Yeah. I mean. I never saw great. the finished product Ooh. from this week. Yeah, we got to get ready a... to send the photo. Yeah, it's good. It looks good. Harry Carey tattoo. Oh, you got to be dedicated to Harry Carey. Hey, some somebody mentioned that they had the um, progression of wins and losses for the um, for the Cubs World Series. It's like loss, win. Or how does it go? What do they do? They win game one or lo they lost game one, right? Yeah, lost game one and two. Yeah, it's like loss, win, LLL, WWW. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh, this is a good one. That one's oh, that Blackhawks one. Skyline awesome. with the Blackhawks logo. I mean, these yeah. people are really dedicated. I was super impressed. Ooh, I love that DePaul one. Oh, here's our friend. Uh, this guy, this is uh, Jamie from, uh, he he follows uh, CSGO Blackhawks all the time. This dude's got a, he's got an owl. Check out his uh, his avatar. That's Fozzie, the nice. owl. Oh, wow. He's, I mean, he's got an actual he, owl. Yeah, it's his pet owl. He's a, a horned owl and uh, named after Fozzie Bear. So shout out to Jamie Pierce. This guy rules. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty, that's cool. pretty cool. And now and now Greg Boyson has a CHGO flag tattoo on his on his uh lower arm. And it was done right here in Studio A. And yeah. I don't know why Luke yeah, wasn't here getting one himself. We yeah, I think he fine. offered to I'm gonna stop sharing this in case there's anything weird coming. So no, it's all pretty it's all pretty okay. PG. People are really dedicated, and I was really impressed to see all the different tattoos uh that people have or have wanted a couple people did say they thought about getting one of the cubs ever won and then when the time came it just like they didn't do it and now it feels weird to do it like how many years later seven years so, later i saw that one the guy the guy didn't have enough money um in 2016 time. to buy one and now he's like i'm not going to do it in 2023 because it yeah. happened seven years ago yeah I just think it's interesting how we make those kind of decisions <laughs> it, tattoos aren't for me but i admire the people that love them and continue to get them one, because I think they do believe most of the times that they are art, and, and sometimes they are. And two, I could never go through the pain of getting even the tiniest, tiny, tiny tattoo. It does hurt. 
the first good. sign of blood, I'd start crying. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the New York crying. Bean tattooed. <laughs> tattoo. Art. Art is for everyone. New York Bean. Is this the Chicago Bean? No, it's the New York Bean. <laughs> what? Uh, over under a number of tattoos on this panel, three and a half. I'm going to go with under. Over under. I think I'm the only one with them. Under. I bet Lawrence has one. No. He doesn't. I've got zero. Zero. None. None. I'm three. Ugh. Under. I guess that I'm is. just the only badass in the room. It's that fine. is true. <laughs> hey, happy uh, Girls and Women in Sports Day a day late. Thanks, yeah. guys. I appreciate that. Thanks for all your help. Love it. You want us to do the uh, the K Adams Shams? No, I don't. Uh, I didn't see that. I didn't actually. I sent it to that. you, Lawrence. I think they yeah. should just date. I really do at this point. Yep. Maybe they are. <laughs> if you yeah, guys don't know what we're, we're talking about, Shams was on K Adams' show and did a Happy Women in Sports Day, and she was quite taken by it. And a lot of the commenters were like, "Uh oh, this this is the start of something." Yeah, so. Shams was shooting his shot. Yeah. Again, he's, he's the Riz God. Come on, we've we been shooting a lot. This, this is like months old now. <laughs> All right, that should just about do it for this week's the Chicago Sports Podcast, presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to us and all that great stuff. We will be back next Thursday at 3 p.m. Unless the NBA trade deadline screws things up, we will see. Uh, but oh. again, make sure you just hit that notification button. Then you'll know when we go on. So um, for Luke Stuckmeyer, Casey Standahar, Lawrence Benedetto, I'm Kevin Kadick. We'll see you next time. Have a